Tiger Cats pregame presented by Journey Rewards continues on the Tiger Cats audio network. Still about 45 minutes away from kickoff. Louis B. Andy Fantuz and joining us at the desk on the fourth floor of Tim Hortons Field, the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, Coach John Salavantis. Coach Sal, it is great to see you, my friend. How are you? Oh, it's great to see you, Andy. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, oh, Coach. We had to mute you on that one there. Uh, make uh, sure. There we go. What, uh, what What did you just say to me, Coach? I just said that it's great to see Andy up here. <laughs> oh. you know, I know you're mad at me. So I, I'm, I'm just... mad at you, Coach. Impossible. Impossible. Oh. I could never. I could never. I could never. He did tell me I need to get a haircut, though. Yes, that was true. Haircut and a shave apparently is what I need. Uh, Has this so. always been the banter between no, you guys, or is, yeah. is this a new thing now that you, uh, you know, that uh, you're no, phasing no. <laughs> out of this out of this position? You know what? I was I was at McMaster and I went back to you know our days, coach of uh, you coming being there, and you know it's a lot of fun at training camp and a lot of decisions to be made for this coaching staff. I think it's a, you know a lot of decisions have to be made because of the ratio. With the changing of the, of the hash marks, you're changing a whole lot of what you do. Uh, everybody talks about the defense, but on the offensive side, the wide receiver has always been a Canadian. And, and now yeah, I'm going to see more and more teams try to play Americans at all receiving positions. And therefore, they have to change the ratio somewhere else. And in this case, I see for Hamilton a chance to go with five Canadian offensive linemen. When we get Chris Van Zale back uh, and we move Sack over to the left side, you now have Woods Manny coming back. If Fontana can hold up at the center position, you could go five Canadians on the offensive line, which would really make your ratio uh, much, much better. And we talk about the, the offensive line and uh – Brandon Revenberg, I mean, really, there's not much more that can be said about him that hasn't been said. He is a workhorse. He is a leader in that room. Not the most vocal guy, but for all these younger players, for the new players like Saxlid and Fontana, for the draft picks like uh, Nicolas Gay, there's a lot to be learned, not just from Van Zyl, but Revenberg too. Absolutely. And, and it's always been my thought, and it, it was always my experience, that the veteran players are the best teachers. The coach is there to direct the overall, but not get to the nitty-gritty and the, the minute stuff. That goes to the veterans. The veterans will take care of the young guy coming up. Everybody says, well, you, you know, he's trying to take your job. That's not the case. The case is that if you want to, to uh, be really good at what you do, your veterans have to be the leaders. So true. I, I want to just touch on what you said because uh, about the re no receivers being Canadian, uh, take a little bit of um, just had a second take a second take that one. But yeah. you, when you have a team like the tie, a roster like the Tie Cats, you have a couple Canadians that are 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 eager to get their chance. You have David Unger, starter coming back from last year. Tyler Chanowski was kind of in that backup role all year long. Has been. Uh, Really outstanding in training camp. Got got nicked up a bit, but uh, and then you're bringing in a guy like Lamar Durant. You're you got some Canadians who are who are coming in to to compete at that position. So it, it's a good problem to have. I'm not, I don't disagree with you that we might see more offensive linemen, uh, but you, you're seeing a lot of talent at the receiver position, not only in Hamilton but across the league. That really, you know, it's not a oh, but he's a Canadian. It's and he's a Canadian. I, I, I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm taking it from the coach's room. 
the coaches are sitting there in the offensive room saying, what is our best possible scenario? And that is if we can have the Americans there and the Canadians as the backups, we're in great shape. If we play the Canadian, we have to have two of them because we have to have a good backup. So in my opinion, what you, what you do, you take your draft choices and you really work with them and develop them until they become the number one, until yeah. they become the starter. And, and you get away with it in that manner. Now, on the defensive side, you used to be you only had to worry about Sam linebacker. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to worry about a balanced field. Sam and Will have the same responsibilities uh, on either side of the ball. They both, and, they both need to cover, exactly. And, and I, Sim and Cam Kelly are two very different players, right? Well, you know, given, given the way the game was played, mm-hmm. that's true. But now the game is going to change a bit. It's going to change a lot on the kicking game. It's going to change a lot on the defensive side. And the offensive side, you know, you've really got to, to work uh, the wide, not the wide side of the field, but the entire field, both sides of the field. Man, learn something new every day. I, lo- <laughs> I love the way you put that, uh, talking from the coach's room there. Yes. Um, we, we were discussing training camp a bit earlier. How, how has training camp changed through the years? Uh, you know, when I, when I first started, I think that there were a number of players, maybe not the majority, but a number of players that would use training camp sort of to get in shape, as we said. Nowadays, these guys are world-class athletes. Everyone's tip-top shape coming in. What, how was it, I guess, before my time? But well, during, your, during your years. <laughs> what do you remember about training camp, Coach? You're exactly right. You know, our training camps used to be a lot longer, and, and there were more preseason games. Consequently, guys would uh, not come in with a great shape, and you'd have to work them into shape. That's a lot like the NFL is. But now, as you say, these guys are world-class athletes. They come in ready to play, ready to run, ready to do the things necessary. But at the same time, in my opinion, two preseason games has never been enough. It's always been a, a, a bone of contention with me. Because I, I have to, as a coach, pick my players. And you're giving me a guy on the field, he may get five snaps in a preseason game. And I've got to make a decision on him. That's not fair to the player. It's not fair to the coach. It's not fair to the organization. What are you watching in this game, Coach? Well, what I want to see uh, out of this game, I mentioned the kicking game. You've got to have a good kicker, number one. Because the ball now, you've got to be able to punt inside of the 15-yard line, not the 20-yard line. So uh, placing the ball from the punter's perspective is is very important. On the other side of the ball, because you're moving the kickoffs back, you've now got to have a kick returner, a guy who can bring it back. So you're looking for uh, for specialists more than you were before. And, And I think that's one area. The other area I mentioned is the offensive line because I think you've got... You've got to solidify it. You've got a starting quarterback. You've got a leader. You've got Evans who, who's been there. Now you've got to protect him, and you've got to give him time. And, and if those two things work out for the Ticats, a punter, a kicker, a returner, and an f- offensive lineman, I think you've got a good start. We were talking about it earlier, some of the uh, departures from uh, this season. We didn't mention the name Ja'Carrot Davis, but when we look at the defensive line, it looks like it's going to be Mason Bennett who's going to get the first chance to 
fill those big shoes. A Canadian at that spot at defensive end, but uh, that's going to be an interesting spot to watch during uh, the next couple of games here. I think a lot of that goes back to Micah Johnson. Mm. Once they brought him in, where is Ted Laurent? Now Ted Laurent becomes a veteran Canadian backup. And so you've got to have another Canadian in that defensive line somewhere. That has to be Bennett. That's why they play Bennett at that, at that end. You can back him up with a DI guy, but at the same time, you're not going to take Micah Johnson off the field. So, you know, Teddy Lorenz in a tough spot. And, and Wynn on the other side is, is the other uh, cog in that defensive front that's very good. So, again, it goes back to specialist play. If it's a run game, do we go to a five-man line and, and bring Teddy Laurent in to that five-man rotation? If it's a pass situation, do we take him out and, and let the other four guys make the rush? Nikola Kalinic no longer here. He's a, he's a signee of the Indianapolis Colts, so an open spot on the football field at that fullback spot. And looks like it's going to be 2021 first overall pick, Jake Burt, who gets the crack at that. But uh, I'll admit I was at camp. Uh, Burt looked great in that spot. But so did Felix Garan gautier And they're two different body types for that spot, two different guys. But I really think that's going to be an interesting. How do you see that battle shaking out? Well, I you know, because I haven't seen enough of them, as mm -hmm. you know, Louis. But uh, as... The, the uh, offense develops. Are we looking at a fullback or a tight end? Mm. We're really looking at a tight end because the old days we had a fullback. Yeah. I mean, yeah. fullback, tailback was a combination. Now you, you use him perhaps in a blocking situation, but you use him as a tight end because of the balanced field. Now you unbalance the defense by putting the tight end up on the line of scrimmage. Now the defense has to make an adjustment. Yeah. And uh, Felix Grant Gauthier, he, he came into, we're talking about coming into camp in shape. He came in. Andy, I know you were around there. Uh, he, he, looks, he looks good to go. He, yeah, he's had a ton of reps because, like you said, there's only two at that position in camp. And, uh, and Jake, Jake missed a couple practices, so Felix was getting all the reps, and he was up to the challenge. Coach, so. what does the playbook look like in a game like this? Well, that's difficult to say because you've got a rotation of players. Every coach has to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to rotate this guy, this guy, this guy, et cetera. And then all of a sudden you're in scoring position and the head coach says, let's go for it here. Oh, there goes the rotation. It's out. <laughs> so, you know, really uh, this game is more about uh, how much uh, do you get out of a player? Is he disciplined? Does he play the position the way it's supposed to be played? Does he stay within his, the framework of, of the offense or defense uh, that's set up? So, you know, uh, overall, uh, to me, it still comes back to put your best seven Canadian players on the field, your starters, get them organized, and then build around those players because that's the way the game is going to go no matter what. And, and you got to remember this. It's not about the X's and the O's. It's about the Jimmies and the Joes. It's about the people that you're putting in those positions. Uh, before we let you go, Coach, the secondary, it's one of those position groups that's been talked about a lot during camp because there's a lot of talent there, and you know, we said there's only so many spots on the football field. Uh, Richard Leonard is back, Tunde Adelke patrolling that free safety spot. What are you expecting to see out of this group today and this season? Well, I, I would think that this group, you're, instead of having a boundary corner that plays a lot of man-to-man, -man, I think you could play a lot more zone 
You could play a lot more different plays, uh, different uh, situations where you're half man, half zone, uh, where your free safety is, is in the middle one day and on the line of scrimmage the next. So, you know, this is a, a veteran group. As long as a delegate can give them the organization that they need uh, in the secondary, they could play a lot of different coverages. And there's a lot of trust in that room as well because there's a lot of talent there too, right? And you That's can right. kind of know what the, you can understand what the other guy is thinking uh, before they even think it. So Yeah, and, and, you know, you go back to the idea, if you trust men, they'll be true to you. You've got to trust them. You, you can't put them out there and then, and then come back afterwards as a coach and say, I told you, I told you, I told you. You know, that doesn't work. You've got to trust them to understand and to do the job the way it's supposed to be done. A very poignant way to end the sentence, or end the, end the uh, segment here, Coach. Really appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, you're more than welcome, Louis.